How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Markcast. Uh, it's been a little while since I have actually put out a podcast. Uh, been really busy with uh, travel and work and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I love doing this podcast, and so uh, I did a show recently with an old buddy named David Kwan. Um, I met David Kwan in 2004, and uh, we've just kept in touch over the year. He's a really funny guy. Uh, he's got an interesting life, and he's got a very interesting perspective on philosophical ideas and social stuff and dating and all kinds of stuff. And we get into all that stuff uh, during our chat, which actually happened over a cell phone. So the quality is not the best, and I apologize for that. Um, you can hear it fine, I think, but it, it's just I apologize for the quality not being you know, up to my other <laughs> podcast episodes level of quality. So uh, enjoy. David Kwan, and uh, if you have any questions or recommendations for the Markcast, uh, feel free to reach out, email me or something, okay? All right, thanks. Who is this guy? Hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> David, how you doing, man? Dogs, you sound great, man. Have you been working out? <laughs> you can tell if someone's been working out by their audio, huh? Well, I mean, normally you sound pretty bad, I guess. So I uh, just you sound a little better now. <laughs> and you you never really work out or do anything before noon since I knew you. So you know you must be doing something, right? Hey, you know I try, man. I can always count on a good ego boost every time I talk to Mark. you see you see you talk to me and good things happen you know what did i tell you dave so dave what what is guitar music over the top of your voice okay here we go hold on let me turn it off hey i was just playing guitar too man nice so dave um so when did you start playing guitar when was when was that uh Yeah, I'm calling for phone, Dave. It's it's what people use to call other people usually these days. Well, you can you can use a phone instead of the FaceTime audio. <laughs> oh, oh, well, well, the audio is a little better on the FaceTime, so that's why. Is it? Yeah. Because it uses it uses data, data call instead of a regular audio call. Oh, really? Well, I know you can afford it. It sounds better than the other version? Okay, let's try that out. Let's try that out. No, Dave, I have always trusted you um, on a very select number of things, actually. I've been very selective in my trust of you. I know. If you trust me completely, you'd be married by now. Oh. Oh. Ouch. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not really. That's not everything. Happy marriages. <laughs> I'll make sure you do the right thing. That's, that's the most important. Oh my gosh. Hey Dave, um so how how old are you now, Dave? <laughs> twenty eight, twenty eight years old. You're thirty seven, right? Twenty twenty nine. Are you thirty seven? <laughs> I'm thirty six. You're thirty six. Oh wow, okay, okay, cool. Um, alright. And uh, when did you start playing guitar? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. 
Well, I'm just curious, man. I mean, you know, what, what was uh, I started when I was about 14 or 15. Um, what, what was the band that got you into playing guitar? Like what, what, what was really the trigger for you? Yeah. I played it with one finger on the fretboard, my index finger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think the, I think the second time I ever learned was uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you used two fingers to play that? Yeah, I used two fingers, yeah. <laughs> Slowly progressing, slowly expanding, yeah. you know, the number of fingers you're using to, to play. Wait, Oh yeah, for fun. Yeah, of course. I play for fun. Yeah. My professional career. My professional career maybe ended, you know, a few years ago, but uh, you know, I can still play for fun, you know, right? It was those record executives, man. Like they 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 wouldn't relinquish the creative control, you know? The record executives were all you know. Everything had to be a hit, you know. They didn't let us be like, you know, go off and make our like mass, your huge rock album, you know, that would change the world. They wanted everything about, you know, it's all about sales, you know, short term. Oh, too commercialized. Okay. Yeah, wasn't wasn't about the music. <laughs> wasn't about the music. Okay, okay, okay. Why did you quit? I mean, you, you had a pretty good following. You had, you had kind of a good band back in college. You know, you guys were playing shows, right? You guys you guys had a thing for a while, right? Hey, you, were, you were good. You were talented. I remember you playing. I know. Um, we, uh, we did, that's all we ever did. That was, that was our glory days. Um, we, really, we, we never took it seriously. We just played for fun, you know? They couldn't get you in a studio long enough to, to focus and actually write a song? <laughs> so. Yeah, there, there weren't enough hot babes in the in the, um, studio. <laughs> in the studio. Studios, you know. Oh. Recording studios. <laughs> so that's so that's why you did it for the music was just to get girls. That's really what you, that was your goal with, with the music. Well, the funny thing was, it was just actually it was really for fun. I actually liked the music part of it. Um, the girl thing, I didn't even. Um, I, I would there'd be times when I would play the guitar. And other guys would go and swoop up the girls as I was playing the guitar. I'm like, huh, well, I'm glad I could help somebody out. <laughs> you always were a great wingman, you know? It was, uh, I always noticed about you, like, if you would go places with you, with David Kwan, you know, you would end up attracting a lot of girls and you'd talk to girls, but they usually ended up pairing off with all the other guys except for you. It was like, you, you were, like, too picky or too selective or something, and... It seemed like all the girls would end up, everyone else would like, you know, end up like, you know, actually kind of, you know, pairing off with someone, but you would end up just kind of maybe just talking to someone at the end and like, you know, almost like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, kind of like, hey, come over here and talk to me with this girl because you didn't want to be like alone talking to her or something like that. It was really weird. I, I don't know. For, for a guy that was as confident talking to girls and talking to people, you were very bad at like ending up one on one with a girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I didn't want to take them all, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you, well, you didn't. You definitely didn't. <laughs> you definitely didn't. <laughs> that was a 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess I, I knew you mostly when you were still like in your like, oh, I lost my mojo phase or whatever. So I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you've been at last, you know, I don't know, post 2005, I guess. <laughs> I knew in 2004, 2005. I guess that's when I really kind of knew you. And then after that, I guess you kind of went off the deep end or whatever. Like, I, I don't even know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So let's start from the top, though. You you were born in are, California, are you, right? Are you, is this, are you interviewing me right now? Is this a limited trip situation? Does, <laughs> I'm just trying to get your story, okay, man? You, where, where, where were you born? Where were you born? Where were you born? Where were you born? That's right. That's right. Like the city in between San Francisco and Los Angeles, right? Right. Central Coast, yep. But you moved to Ohio. Well, I, we moved to, when I was a baby, to Ventura and then Long Beach. I grew up mostly in Long Beach, California. Oh. And then yeah. high school years out in Cleveland, Ohio, out in the cornfields of Ohio. Oh yeah, that was like your that was like your thing, like your that was your thing. You always told people like, like yeah, I, I left the beaches of California for the cornfields of Ohio. <laughs> That's right, concrete jungle for the cornfields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you liked it, right? I mean, Ohio, Ohio was a good place for you, right? Actually, yeah, I, I liked it. it. It was a tough time because uh, I felt a little bit kind of an awkward time for me because. Uh, I didn't know anybody. I had a bad attitude. And, um, had? You had a bad attitude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, before I became wise and mature. Oh. And, I, I, didn't and I didn't know anything changed. Wow. Spot on in every way. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, it was kind of awkward. It was kind of weird because, like, those were the times that I actually wasn't very social. Uh, well, I... Well, I think I always was, but I kind of, I had conflict with my father, and I kind of withdrew. And, um, and towards the end of that time, from the tail end and also right after um, that time, I actually became a lot more social again. It's like I refound myself. It's kind of an interesting phase. My girlfriend's the opposite. She was like super withdrawn and like awkward when she was younger, and then her high school was like, High school was like the glory days for her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah. So you, you you were socially awkward before, and now you're not. Right. That's what you're saying. You're claiming that you're not socially awkward tonight. Oh. Uh, it, it was like it was like it was cyclical. It was like I was very comfortable and happy with people. I naturally had a lot of friends, and then during these years, I was kind of the opposite, and then I got back to where to my true self after that. Your true self, your true normal self. You're, so you're, you're normally, you're, your true self is a social animal. It's uh, always chatting up people. Yeah, well, I, I guess that's probably, yeah, most people that know you, that's probably what they associate you with, being a very confident social guy who kind of talk to everyone and kind of befriend lots of people and blah, 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 all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and so, um, and then, uh, yeah, and then, and then you, you went on, 
you went on a mission when you were uh, like 19 or 20 or something, right? To, to Idaho, right? Is that right? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I went to Idaho. And uh, that was great, right? That was a good good experience for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you went to college for seven or eight years, right? After that, uh, I forget how many. How long? How many years did you stay in college? You were there for a long time, right? I, I forget. Like, like fifteen. About fifteen years. Okay. So what was it? It was a long time, though. Off and on, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like, it seemed like you always, you couldn't get into the right semester because like you'd go for a semester, you'd defer for a semester because of that track system up at BYU-Idaho. Yeah. And like yeah. you'd end up missing out on a semester because you did, you missed like the registration date or something like that just because negligent, I don't know, just some, you forgot or you, you got busy or something, right? Yeah, I was like really disorganized. So it maybe took me, maybe I was in and out maybe for eight it's okay though i mean you you were kind of a you were kind of more of an entrepreneurial guy right and you were you were finding ways to make money outside of the classroom you know you were making a lot of money outside of the classroom and that kind of that was your thing it was sales right you, you found sales Right, and that that was that that was well, that, that was really what you found your I don't know your place right in the world. If you want to call, you know, trash services and sales, and yes, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would prefer we not call it that. Um. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was oh, oh yeah yeah you know sales. Sales, huh? Sell sell alarms. Alarms, pest control. Hold this for a tiny bit. Yeah. I how and I think. I, I, you what? What did you sell for? I realized how unmotivated I was to sell it, you know? To sell what? Dish. Oh, dish. Like uh, TV, TV satellite dishes. You just didn't like TV. You, you're, you don't like TV, right? Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't love. Yeah, I wasn't really passionate about it. I mean, sports, yeah, that was, that was great, but. Funny guy, Dave. You're always a funny guy. You know, you just, you, you got, I, and that's where I met you. I met you in sales, and uh, I think I remember you. You were always, like, the funny guy. You know, you were talking to people, making, everyone would be stressed out. Like, all, everyone was, like, afraid and, like, not sure what to do. But you were the kind of guy who'd always, like, make a joke, you know, and, like, try to have fun and try to keep things upbeat because you'd always spin words and spin things into, like, jokes. And that's that's kind of been your personality, right? You just, you have this little laugh where you just kind of go into this kind of, I don't know, it's like a old man giggle or something like that. You're like, ha, 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 ha. You're like, you know, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, away, take away the pressure. You know? Yeah, take away the pressure, yeah. So when, when did the issues with the girls start? Like start with dating and all that. When did that become hard for you? When did that become, wait, when did that become what? When did like dating and stuff like that? Like when was that? When, when did the dating problem start? The dating problem? What, what dating problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Too much or too little? I mean, you tell me. <laughs> yeah, that. You know, when, when did that start? Yeah, when did? It, I 
did you catch that? Yeah. Where did you catch it from? Um, oh, this guy named Mark Jorgensen. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Ouch. just kidding. Ouch. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. You're a good okay. guy. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, Dave. That's... <laughs> I have to keep. I have to keep saying it over and over again. If I don't, I don't believe it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you you got to consciously like convince yourself, like hypnotize yourself. Like, Mark is a good person. He's a good person. He's a good person. <laughs> I'm positively reinforcing. Um, I'm going into the house right now to change into basketball clothes. What house? There's people. Uh, the house in there's a house in Provo. Oh, where you live. Yeah. And I'm going to... So as I'm talking to you on the phone, I'm going to change my basketball clothes and go drive to basketball, which is about 15 minutes away. Wow. Wow. Um, but, I, but I'm talking to you still. My phone is dying off the charger sometimes in two to five minutes. Gosh. That, that is just such a David Kwan problem. Like, I, I don't know when your phone has not been dying. Like, it's always <laughs> on the verge of dying. It's like... You just you don't charge it or something, right? Or maybe you're talk. Maybe you're just too social. You're too social. I don't know. You're talking too much. You know, everyone has to have their trademark. You know. <laughs> so. So yours is a dying phone. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I can I can fill in the gaps here. So. Um, but I'm still here. I'm still here with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I met you in. Even two- if I'm gonna take my clothes off and put basketball clothes on. Okay. We did not need to include that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so number one. um, You are a good guy, too. I do think that. I really do think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate that a lot. So, uh, okay, so relationship status is, I mean, okay, so you've had a number of relationships in the last 10 years or so, right? Yeah. Um, You know, none of them have gone quite to marriage, right? And uh, as a guy, you know, in kind of a, I guess, a similar, you know, situation in terms of, I know there's a lot of other guys that, you know, are in this situation, you know, what is it do you think that really in our day and age, you know, and and not just guys, but, you know, girls, women, I mean, I think this is, you know, across the board, a lot of people have this, what is the issue that's keeping people from getting into like committed relationships and marriages that last you know a long time well um besides uh bad looks and social retardation um uh, were, were you referring to anyone specifically is that was that a shot was that a shot no mark it was not no you're, you're a handsome guy you are a handsome guy um and you're funny okay, okay. that's what people I think that's what girls really appreciate about you, because you're—you really are. You're really Act, actually, you know, I have—I I used to be kind of funny, actually. I don't know how funny I am now, but I used to be kind of funny. I, I had some jokes, you know. I mean, you know, I, I did, I did. I had a few jokes in my sleeve. It used to be kind of funny. And it's, that's a funny. That's an interesting thing too, because I—I think just though your personality was funny, it was, it was deeper than just jokes. Well, yeah, but like some people, they just wouldn't click or they just didn't get it or something like that. So I've been told by people like I'm like just so not funny. I've, I've had like some of the most insults thrown at me, like just like you're not funny. Nothing's funny. You're not funny at all. But then other I've had other people just think I'm like the funniest guy ever and just, you know, getting these like real deep laughs, you know, it was like those like deep gut laughs. You know, so I don't know. 
Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know the difference when like people are laughing up top, you know, they're laughing like in their head. It's just like, ha ha, you know, but when they get down to the gut, it's like that, like, ha ha, and they, they kind of like shake a little bit, you know, because yeah, it's just, real. It's, it's yeah, real. And, well, it's like deeper, you know, it's like you can have a real laugh, it just, but it's just up top, you know, but you get those real laughs. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, some people, it, it doesn't, it doesn't click. It doesn't click with everyone. It does. Well, what? I mean, it doesn't click with everyone, but I mean, you're a funny guy, though. I mean, you. I think you're consi- you're consistently funny, though. You're consistently funny. I, I think most of the time, right? And um, oh, that's nice of you. Well, how much do I owe you for saying that? Not, not, not. I can't pay you that much if that's what you're asking. If you're, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you got the situation where you have a lot of people that want to find deeper connections, and what do you think? What do you think is really keeping them from getting the deeper connections? Um, I think sometimes we get, well, we get selfish for one. We get set in our ways, I think. But I think another one is fear. And we let fear detract us instead of motivate us. I'm not saying we should all get married tomorrow out of fear, but, like, I think that, uh, oh, I should probably take the e-brake off when I'm driving, huh? Yeah, Um, I would do that. I think, going back to the humor thing, I think, like, the thing I appreciate about you, and I still do, is that you're situationally funny. Like, I don't really have jokes. I've never really had jokes. I just I just kind of react to situations, you know? Um, and I think that's how you've always been. That's why I've always really appreciated talking with you, because you're, cause you're smart, and you're funny, and you're intelligent. But the... Uh, Thanks, Dave. Anyway, wow, how much do I owe you? Yeah, we're even. <laughs> we're even now. <laughs> but the... Uh, <sighs> Totally relieved. I totally relieved. <laughs> gosh, I was so gonna pay you. I was gonna like, gosh, it's gonna pay. You. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Situ- a year, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sales guys, man, it's just always like a hundred k. It's like hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars. That's like your goal. Like, Six figures. You, know, you need to, you need to do like uh, it keeps it clean when it's in increments of ten or hundred. It's like the metric system. Six figures. More figs. simple for Six us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More simple. The uh, Americans, we like to be different. Um, I was going to say the, uh, also the, uh, I think it's, honestly, I think a lot of times it's fear and we let a lot of, a lot of fears or limiting beliefs. A lot of times we believe, especially as we get older, we get more aware of all our shortcomings and, um, we get more set in our ways. And I think sometimes we allow ourselves to kind of wallow in that and kind of, um, sink into despair, you know, Wow. and, and, and really doubt ourselves. Gosh, I think man. I, I think you just depressed. Um, you, that's pretty depressing, man. Go ahead and finish your thought, man. But this is this is pretty low. This is pretty depressing. <laughs> keep going. Keep, Lord, keep going. Keep going. We Bring it on. Bring it. Bring it. But the uh, <laughs> no, but like I think it's I think that's what happens a lot, and when people get discouraged and they don't see immediate results, and they say, "Hey, I've, I've input a lot of work." to this and I've received very little output you know yeah and I think uh, I think sometimes it can be very difficult because different people have different strengths um, some people they're really social some people really can analyze things some people are really responsible and organized and efficient loud or soft or um, the things that make people sell well I've seen every personality sell um, using their strengths Sell? You said sell? I've seen every personality sell? Yeah, like some people are really, really technically based. Yeah. 
uh, really technical and, and people trust them because they feel that they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Other people are really social and they just feel comfortable with them. Other people are really quiet so they don't feel pressured by those those salespeople. And they, they, they get, the customer gets drawn into the salesperson who's really quiet. They listen more. And as a result, they're opening up more and they receive more. Which one are you? Um, are you like the annoying yakking? You know, I'll talk to you, be your best friend for like two hours, buy your, buy my stuff, or I won't. I'll never leave. Is that you? Then <laughs> 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 you laugh. <laughs> How'd you know? No, I, I, I'm the really quiet type that just kind of just yeah makes you... things really awkward and stares at them until they buy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a Confucius stare, like a Confucius, <laughs> Confucius. Oh, that's... <laughs> Wait, that's not me. That's totally you. I'm sorry, I confused the two. Oh. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. No, just joking. I think the thing that you had go, or you probably still have going, but I remember you always did. Was you always had? You never took yourself like overly seriously. And I think that's a really yeah. a, a positive thing <clears throat> because people do, and it gets old. Um, nobody wants bow down to somebody who takes themselves seriously and worship that person as, as they worship themselves. Yeah. Um, it depends on the so context. I mean, I can be very serious. Some people would tell me like I'm way too serious, but um, if for the most part, yeah, I think I'm kind of a more laid back in most situations. And I think we can go through different phases too. But I remember when you, when you're really just enjoying moments and people and just laughing and living in the moments, like you seem to be, happy in those moments you know this is really kind of strange it's turning into like a therapy i feel it's like a therapy session or something that we're talking about all this like self-analysis and like you just seem so happy in the moment you just when you're just in the moment mark it's like, if you can rediscover that mark <laughs> i i'm in the i live very much in the moment i, th- I think good, I, I don't good, know good, good. I, yeah <laughs> thank you good, thank good. you for this validation dave I can't believe this doesn't cost money for me talking to you, man. It's just like I'm talking. We can demo me later. I'll yeah. Um, so okay. So in the being in the moment, all that kind give of stuff. Some no, I, I, I don't even know how Bitcoins even work. Give me some. I uh, I, I, t- I totally agree though. Like getting away from cell phones and like technology and computer and and just being in the moment, just like allowing yourself to like 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 playing in guitar or like being outdoors or doing some sports. It definitely allows you to be more connected with people um then uh i don't know just like being i don't know locked into like phone stuff or computer stuff or technology or movies or whatever you know i i, I think a lot of that stuff is really important and I, but I think you're naturally that kind of person where you you're always kind of in that zone where you're not really much of a techie guy you know and you know you're not really that you're curious. You're a curious guy, but you prefer to talk to people about it. You don't really prefer to like, you know, sit down and like just nerd out and read for five hours on your own. <laughs> I think you're more of a. Yeah, yeah. You, you like talking about things, and maybe you'll read. You'll read things in like small bits, but uh, you don't really have that. You, you like to stay connected to people, and, and talking to people is where you feel more most comfortable. I think so. <clears throat> yeah, I do. I, I'm more people centric. Some yeah. people are, are not feel that way. I've kind of understood that, come to understand that more. Like about other people, you know, more introverted personality types, um, really drawing a lot of power, um, strength from, from being on their own and just thinking and just 
reading and just you know ponder just being by themselves they've actually become more introspective than i've ever been in my life probably the last few years wow but wouldn't take that much being said, i'm still heavily extroverted and just more introverted than i was that's all <laughs> um, <laughs> would not take much <laughs> <Not that much. laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. My girlfriend's like, she, she, she claims she's an extrovert. She's like, but I'm like, are you sure? Because compared to me, I don't know how extroverted she is, but she usually dated introverts in the past, and she said you're the most extroverted guy I've ever dated in my life. Jeez, wow. kind of intense. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I feel sorry for her. <laughs> I feel very sorry for her. <laughs> yeah, me too. So who's who's this? So the current girl you're dating, um, what's her name? <laughs> she's, uh, she's her name is Angie, and she's a uh, she's a nice girl. Cool, cool, cool. So you guys been dating for a while? <clears throat> yeah, we've dated for over a year. We weren't exclusive the whole time. We are now. We weren't before. Cool. But we uh, like the first few months we weren't. There's a time in between we weren't, but we are now again. So. Nice, yeah, nice. She's a really did, good girl. Did you guys meet on Tinder? No, we met on LDSmatchup.com, like the Mormon Tinder. Wow, really? To kind of a decrepit, <clears throat> crappy-looking website, honestly. <laughs> it, seriously, it looks like like a, if you can have something that is considered a legacy system, like a really old, you know, outdated, antiquated, yeah. Stone Age type of system. Yeah. This is a tender type style. Like it's a this the Mormon Tinder. You know that LDSmatchup.com. Yeah, well, there's a Mormon Tinder app called uh, Mutual actually as well. I've heard of it. Oh, is that Mormon or is that? I didn't yeah. know that was Mormon. Yeah, it's called Mutual. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I don't use it. I've just I've heard I've heard people tell me about that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't get any ideas, Dave. Don't get any ideas. You know, you sh- you should. S- you're at that age where you should stick with what you got. You know, if you got something oh, no, going no, good, no. you should stick. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to. But I'm just happy for others. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. I should start a profile and put your picture on it. And see how many dates I can get for you. Yeah. You know, I've always thought that'd be like the funniest thing to do. Is like um, when online dating started becoming more of a thing, like in 2004, 2005, when it started to become more like mainstream. Because like early on, I think like around 2000, it was it was a thing, but it was still like kind of it wasn't really t- socially accepted until like but 2004 by 2005, it was pretty well accepted. And I think it kind of become like everyone kind of knew like that's the direction everything was going. Um, but I always thought it'd be hilarious to just like get together with a bunch of like friends that you don't really know super well and just make profiles for the other people and like just make up a bunch of stuff <laughs> with the other people's pictures and just see what kind of responses you get. You should, man. There's a Conan O'Brien that, that talks about that. Yeah, but like an older one, right? Like, I don't think it's as cool now because now I think we, we entered a phase sometime maybe at 2010 or before Tinder came about when our online identity was kind of merged with reality. So, like, you couldn't really, like, pretend you were something different, you know? You know what okay. I mean? Well, like, because like, Tinder, they use all the Facebook pictures, and so oh, yeah. and those are real. I mean, you're going to get the person. They look exactly like they do in their pictures, basically, most of the time. Um, but like early on online well, dating, that, that wasn't the case. People would have like pictures that were like five, ten years old or like they would just be not correct or something like that. Or they'd lie in their profile. You know, they would say they're like, you know, whatever, 25 when they're actually like 40 years old or something. Like People would just blatantly lie 
But now, yeah. now it's just much harder to do that. I, I don't think people. There's not as much of that. I think so. Huh. I, yeah. It sounds like you're more more of an expert than I am. <laughs> No, I, enjoy, good, though. I, I think it's good to stamp on things. I don't think there's anything wrong because I, I always thought you should supplement reality, meeting girls in real life, with meeting people online because you can go to one party or one event, but online you could go to a hundred of them in one night, hundred events. Yeah, and what was your online dating experience? Did you were you expand, online for a while? Your re- expand your reach. Expand your reach. Yeah, expand your reach. Did you do online dating for a while and LDS match, or did you just kind of go on for a bit and you found this girl Angie and it just kind of came together? Oh yeah. All of them, but I was all on the LDS matchup. All of them, wow. I was on uh, LinkedIn. Desperate. Oh, I know, I'm just kidding. Oh. That's not for me. Although I did meet a girl one time and I took her out on LinkedIn. Does um, that surprise me at all? Does that surprise <laughs> me at all? No, but, but, I, but I did, I've, I've done that on Facebook too in the past, but. I, I'm sure, um, I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you've done it. It's a fine line between being complimentary and like nice and friendly and creepy. It's a really fine line. Yeah, what did you do? Just like, like the picture and say, hey. And then she's like, who are you, creep? And she's like, you're like, my name is David Kwan. I'd like to ask you out on a date. And she's like, oh, well, since you put it that way, sure. <laughs> well, I was like, hey, you got a nice smile. <laughs> just, thought I'd, just thought I'd say, anyway, have a good day. <laughs> like, kind of random, I know, but and then, smile. and then she messaged you later, like, who are you? Tell me about yourself. And then you're like, well, why don't we discuss this over dinner? <laughs> she's like, uh, who are you and um, can I have... Can I have your children? Um, <laughs> I was wanting quarter Asian babies. No, but oh, the, uh, there you go. no, but uh, hey, Dave. Just so you know, I've actually we've been recording this whole thing actually. Oh, good, good. Without my authorization, perfect. Yeah, that'll, that'll really fly. <laughs> I just thought I should probably tell you. <laughs> no, I think you knew. You knew I was recording this the whole time. You knew I was recording this the whole time, right? You wait, knew. You knew wait, that, right? What? You know, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I, I've been recording this all the time, man. No, I mean, it's, it's, no, it, it's just, it's everything you would say on the recording you would say in real life, right? I mean, there's nothing different, right? Yeah, I mean, if it were like in front of an audience, I would tell them certain things down. But I know my audience. <laughs> I, know. I, I know I don't have to around you, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no filters around me. Yeah, yeah. No, don't filter, man. I'll I'll edit this. Don't worry, I'll edit this out. I'll I'll edit everything out, man. I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit most of what you say. Out, actually, I'm gonna do a lot of it. I'll edit ninety percent of it out. It's just gonna be like, hi, Dave. Hey, how's it going? I think uh, dating uh, is good. Uh, all right, Dave. Thanks. I'll, I'll talk to you later, nice man. Have a, have a nice day, Dave. That's about all we could use from that interview from David Kwan. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, though, like I've been like many times I've been edited for things. And like it's just really weird when people the stuff people decide to edit. So it's not even for like things that are controversial. Sometimes people edit stuff that just doesn't sound well or whatever. So don't don't even save on time. Yeah. Yeah, or what I don't know, just off topic or something. So okay, but you guys, you guys met on L- LDS matchup, right? And then, <clears throat> and then things went pretty well. Yeah, things went well. I, uh, we went on a date to a to a place. I said, "Hey, we can get dessert," you know. She's like, "Oh yeah, that'll be good." So we did. We went to a place that was called. Pastries and chat, and I was like, "Oh, we can go get pastries and chat." Oh, yeah. Pastries. And then 
I guess maybe I, I'm not as cultured as I should be. We got there and I was like, oh, this is not Chet. It's C-H-A-A-T. This is an Indian place. So, <laughs> I was like, what in the world? So we ended up eating Indian food. Um, oh. I think she was the only non-minority in the, in the, in the building. It's kind of, kind of funny. Wow. She's blonde, white girl, and not... Yeah, not brown like all the Indian people there. I'm, I'm kind of brown, <laughs> yellow, whatever I am. <laughs> whatever you want to be, guy, whatever you want to be, man. I guess, yeah. I guess you'll probably edit that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, most of this is gonna get edited. Okay? <laughs> oh crap, the mask! Dang it! Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I guess we'll have to talk to you okay, later, Dave. We'll have to finish this later, okay, man? But hey, it's good talking to you, man, no, let's okay? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, um, you're a good guy, man. All right. See you, man. All right. It's fun talking with you. Okay, All right. See you, brother. All right. See you, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you, man. Bye. All right, everyone. That was David Kwan. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to finish our interview. Um, and if you have any recommendations for more podcasts or ideas for topics or people to interview, uh, I'm open to it. So let me know. All right. Take care.